Come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits? The Saturday Night Freak Show. <laughs> it is out now. Right night. Welcome back once again to the Saturday Night Freak Show. I'm your house host, Colin, and I'm surrounded by a bunch of internet radio superstars, including... This is Brent. This is Tom. Travis. Every week on the Saturday Night Freak Show, we each pick a movie, watch it, and talk about it for your edification and enjoyment. You can contact us at Saturday Night Freak Show at yahoo.com. Find all of our past episodes on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Podbay FM, or our website, SaturdayNightFreakShow.blogspot.com. And you can find us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show. Uh, tonight it was my pick at the movies, and tonight I chose Amityville 3D. Oh! Which is not a 3D version of the Amityville Horror. It is actually the third theatrical release in the series third and final right yeah last one went to theater well before the remake in 2005 so just before we begin i want to say that uh you know in the 1980s when they made 3d movies they made them with the intention that you you were going to see it in 3d well because today when they make 3d movies they're always like hedging their bets because they don't know if half the audience is going to see it in they, well, 2D. They, yeah, they have to sell the 2D discs yeah. too at home, your home version, so they can't make it a huge leap. Yeah, so they can't do the same kind of like in the 80s, you know, it was shameless like, okay, you're paying to see a 3D movie. We're going to poke you in the face like, you know, every couple hey, of Hey, can seconds. you put this rake away from me? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> right, and I think that changes the movie. So it's like it's kind of like if you see it in 3D, that's one thing. If you don't see it in 3D, it's like a whole different movie. Oh yeah, we'll look at Friday Thirteenth Part Three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like one of the most boring looking movies out of all of them. But when you actually see it in 3D, it's it like comes oh to my life. god, yeah, because it was designed to be seen that way. So we saw it that way because uh, the Shout Fa- or Scream Factory Home Video just released an Amityville box set. That does include, finally, the digital 3D version of Amityville. Which is an amazing treat for today's audience. 3D. That's right. Yeah, because there's nothing... This is, the I want to say, the first of the 80s 3D movies that has been released on home video in this format. Extremely disappointed that they just came out with a Friday the 13th box set that did not include the, the Blu-ray 3D version. Maybe that's later, though. Did they ever do Jaws? No, not yet. Not yet. Well, like I Friday said, maybe 15th. that's just later. You know, they're selling the box set, and then, like, Paramount, like, because, you know, they'll they'll plan to do, like, a Friday 13th remake, and then they'll just bank on some, like, now Friday 13th Part 3, and now here's an extra, like, $50 to squeeze out of you or whatever. Yeah, well, I would have got that box set if it would have had it in that version. It comes with a version that's in 3D, but it's they've encoded it to red and blue. Uh, 3D, which doesn't work as well as, you know, the, the uh, actual. But still, hey, you know, the fact that you can still see it. Even with red and blue, I think it's fantastic. Yeah, at least it's out there. Jaws 3D Just has not been released in any kind of... Well, those are my holy grail. Those are like the three that I've been trying to track down. So Amityville 3D was one of them, Jaws 3D, and Friday the 13th. There was also like Space Hunter, Metal Storm, Treasure of the Four Crowns, Coming At You. You know, there's a bunch of stuff released uh, between 82 
a parasite with Demi Moore between 82 and 83. And then that was kind of the end of the 3D. It came and it went, you know, and then until it came back in uh, whatever the 2000. And... So the first time that 3D came around was 50s, right? Yes, that was the first time that they developed a, a camera system. It used two cameras to shoot, you know, the right eye and the left eye. Uh, in the and so that lasted from like fifty three to fifty four something like that. There was House That's of Wax, uh, a lot of John, not John Wayne westerns, Creature, but a lot of right. westerns, Creature from the you know, sci fi movies. Uh, it came from outer space, uh, the maze. I mean, there was a bunch of stuff. At, uh, even Alfred Hitchcock did Dial M for Murder uh, in three D, and then uh, I think like House the of thing wax. that what's that House of Wax. Yeah, House of Wax. And I think uh, shortly after that, uh, television came along. So I, I think 3D, 3D actually may have been one of the things that was like, we need to get people back to coming to see movies again. Yeah, you, know, in you the gotta 50s. have a gimmick. Yeah, because well, actually I'm wrong. It was it was television came along, so the movie studios came out with 3D, and then after the 3D fad kind of faded. Uh, Cinemascope was the next thing that you could not get Which in was your house. What like like 55? What was the robe that one? like religious epic that was the first like cinemascope movie the cinemascope is just like the what like a widescreen wide well the original well yeah that was cinemascope but there was Longer. cinerama i don't know if you remember cinerama cinerama was like they used three projectors cinerama. and it was like this huge like ben-hur was done in that yeah it was, like this right. huge like there was a projector aimed at three different portions of the screen it was this big wraparound screen like you were there yeah <clears throat> if you've ever been to Disney World, they have uh, attractions like that where it feels like it's it's almost a simulation, but it's you know the room's not moving, just the screen is so gigantic that like mm-hmm. you feel like you're you're skiing or you're flying. Yeah. yeah. So Amityville, uh, the, I mean, <clears throat> obviously the the story now is infamous. Apparently, at one point in time, there was a, this is a legitimate fact. There was a murder in Long Island where a guy, you know, shot his uh, mother, father, and, and siblings in a house. And uh, it became famous because uh, the George and Kathy Lutz family moved in there, and they... Uh, Within, like, 20 days, they ran out. According to, you know, whatever, legend, and a book, a couple books. And the books. author, Jay Anson. Yeah, which that book is awesome. And I was oh, disappointed by the remake book. that they didn't go back to that no, book. No, yeah. And oh, the book it. is great. Everybody should read the book. Yeah, like I haven't seen the movies at all since I read the book. It's an amazing book. They're not as good. I went back and watched because I had no, all these horrible. in the box sets. Margot Kidder's in the first one. Yeah, and James Brolin. And like they and tried some things in the first in the one because the house like possesses him, and twenty eight days later, everybody runs fleeing from the house. Amityville yeah. two goes back and shows the events leading uh, the events of the the family where the kid killed everybody mm-hmm. uh, but that actually happens about halfway through the movie and then the second half of it becomes like a exorcist clone there's a priest that's trying to track him down and he's possessed and really? so he's flying around the house and yeah I wonder if Ronnie DeFeo gets any like moolah for this right <laughs> I mean that feels like at the end of every movie you know like all these characters are fictional I'm like not Ronnie DeFeo the guy they keep on talking about killed his yeah. whole family I mean does he give up his rights just because he's in prison or Probably. a mental institution yeah. or whatever the fuck True he's crime at? stuff I don't know yeah. yeah that's weird right it's like yeah. they sh- he should have his like Amityville bank <laughs> right oh here's my Amityville bank because I've seen I've seen like an interview with Ronnie DeFeo from literally it probably couldn't have been more than like 10 years old 
You know, so if he's not dead yet, you know, he was still alive a while ago. And he, like, claims that, you know, nothing ever happened. And supposedly it's been, you know, proven that Jay Anson had paid the Lutzes, you know, to run out of the house with the story so he can write the exclusive book and they can all make tons of money and, you know, it worked. But then all these people, like, made fortunes off of it. I mean, there was a movie uh, this past uh, summer, The Conjuring, which was about Ed and Lorraine Warren. They were uh, famous demon hunters at the time. They invested, I think that was how you heard of the Warrens originally, was they investigated the Amityville house. And then there was a parapsychologist, Dr. Hans Holzer. He wrote, like, five books on it. I mean, it just became, like, a cottage industry, you know, like... It's the most haunted house on earth. The Amityville know? House, which what what were the uh, what was the address? Uh, 112 Ocean Avenue. And, but that wasn't the real address, right? That no, was that, the book address, right? That was the real address, but then the town actually moved it. They they changed the address at some point. I don't know, 20 years ago. So I think now it's like 412 Ocean Avenue. It's basically so if you're going looking for 112 Ocean Avenue, you're not gonna. But find I, I it. thought the book, uh, I thought the book had changed it from the real address. Like I thought uh, the maybe. book never even printed the real address. I can't remember. Does the the house has a very distinct look? Is that the real look of the house with yeah, the windows? Yeah, yeah. I always yeah. heard. I think yeah. that's, but that's part of its mystique. It always has these oh, on nice. the. Yeah, on, yeah, on the the yeah. side of the house facing the lake, it's got these two windows on either side of a chimney, which kind of gives it the you know it looks like there's two like eyes a, with a nose, you know, right, a, yeah, high slice eyes. They've changed that. Like some owner has now changed it, put square windows in, and uh, so it doesn't look the same. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Yeah, my house looks but scary. I don't know where. I mean, obviously, in all three of the movies, it's some you know. Uh, reconstructed house or something that looks similar to it or whatever. I'm not sure where they did the exteriors, but I know Amityville 2 and Amityville 3D were shot in Mexico. So they actually had that, the whole interior of the house is a, on a studio in Mexico. Oh, really? Wow. Huh. Yeah, Dino De Laurentiis, the Italian producer, like he took over the reins of the series and just started cranking these things out. All right, wow. So Amityville 3D. Mm. It's definitely in 3D. It was a 3D. Oh, it's, it's migraine-inducing 3D. Oh, but it, yeah, as far as like the uh, the depth of the photography in this movie is like you know everything. I think I don't know how to like describe it you know to the listener to do it justice. But I mean, it goes significantly far into the background and significantly far into the foreground and when yeah. you take your glasses off it's like the everything is like you know so far apart the two images that you know you can tell that it's just you know, it just focusing your eyes becomes like a well, like if you've ever been to a, just just imagine real life i mean that's what it is <laughs> it's like the, the the depth in this film is so well done that uh you're not dealing with two planes you're dealing with like five or six planes all the way through the film. I mean, everything is... This movie was, like, real life? Like, when you walked into a room, that's, like, the depth of the room? Yeah, just they well, shot with, like, really wide-angle no lenses. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm saying that, like, you... The way that you experience depth in real life is, like, the way that you experience it watching this movie. Right, not so you, not you that... You have to refocus your eyes from, like, foreground to background. Some people's yeah. noses were like about a foot long. Well, but it's like it's well, like this. It's like right now, me looking at you. I can tell there's a Pepsi right here. I can tell your arms here. I can tell your face is there. And like every shot, this movie made sure there was like 
lamp. Right. You know, or, you know, there was always something like in the way of your vision. And the camera was always at eye le- like almost, almost like waist level, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was kind of low. It was yeah. not even eye level. Yeah. That way you can make sure to get like shit in the way, even though the lamps were always hanging in the way. Well, too. And I, it was like, a good examining. Like I, I think that that's also why the lamps were lower is because, or why you noticed it is because they felt too low because the camera was always kind of low, and then you also have this lamp that's, that's hanging down. Well, yeah, because granted, it was like a dining room table area, so it has a lower lamp because when you're all sitting at a table. Mm-hmm. But still, just kind without of like a, a yeah. I think without the were, table there, it'd be like that lamp is ridiculously right, low. Yeah, yeah. everything. I think all I think just like most of the aspects were like off. The rooms were too big. The lamps were too low. Even the door handles were. were we're talking about off. rooms are big though. I it think felt that, like a house. yeah, but part of that is just. Be, I think it's because of the angle of the lens that was used. I mean, they were shooting like everything in that scene would be like super wide angle lenses, yeah. and yeah. that like a movie always like, gives. Um, a movie like Life is Pi or, or like The Great Gatsby, I mean, did it better as far as like depth. I mean, th- this movie. Well, yeah, but come on, you just mentioned like two like really high budget movies. I mean, when we're I, talking about Amityville 3D right, from 1983. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, yes, sir, you are correct I'm in just, your. I'm, uh, just, I'm just saying, this yeah, movie, this movie yeah. as far as like, I, I didn't really care as far as like the, the way it did depth. I, th- I think it did depth really poorly. Um, this movie did like you know like poor yeah because the depth in this was like super exaggerated super maybe that's exaggerated. A, yeah but it's I mean like it was crazy like but see but some of that I don't know again if it's just me where I sit there and go like if I'm paying to see a 3D movie I want to notice that it's in 3D and with this one you cannot miss it it's like every shot is like Jesus Christ that window in the back of the room is like six feet into my television set yeah right. but like it was just like it was just like when two people were standing next to each other it was like the guy standing what would should be a foot behind him felt like he was 10 feet away it's just crazy yeah. it's ridiculous it's, it's in 3d and they were, totally, they were making I mean, sure it's just like d way, d d it's just like way out of proportion i mean like i mean this movie excels at like throwing stuff in your face you know what i mean and, and that's what that's why you want to watch this movie i mean like because it's like there's stuff coming out of the screen that yeah, comes true. within like a foot of your and, nose, and uh, the movies that you, we see today don't throw much stuff out of the screen. Not even the ones like Avatar, not, but I mean, like, not they, even the big ones. Yeah, you know, the movies horrible. that we see today do a better job of like showing depth into the screen, but they don't go out of the screen. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, and this movie did a terrible job of showing stuff into the screen. It's just. Oh, the, it, I, I think that, you're backwards on that, man. It, really it crazy. had it. I mean, like this is like what you pay for. When you're sitting in, down buying your tickets for a 3D movie. into the screen. Yeah, I mean, it gives That's you that. That's what you want to see out of the screen. I think you want both. That's three dimensions, yeah? I mean, yeah, like, the, the story the takes place so it behind the screen, and then it pops through the screen. It wasn't exaggerated, though. It was just the fact that the camera was always, like, low, so you made sure you got this, like, <clears throat> this real, you know, like, right now, like, okay, the way you see everything, dip your head down a little bit lower, and, you know, you got all this kind of stuff in the way yeah so like they, well they through, shoot like, through like foreground uh interest objects you know i think that's why all the lamps were so low in the frame was just like so sure, they would just have something, something to, in the foreground that you could measure from here to you can't say 3d like that's what i hate about a 3d movie nowadays it's 3d 
and you'll have like a close-up of a character's head and a blurry background. Yeah. It's like, how is this 3D? Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they've got a rounded face. Although yeah, I do so. have to say, I think gravity brought back some of that old school 3D. Especially if you see it in IMAX. Yeah, if you see yeah, it in IMAX, I like, haven't seen wow. It. I don't like, know. If it like lasts. No, there's there's objects that float out and hang out there. And that's other the other thing that the 80s did. would They would draw attention to the what fact that they the were sticking do? things out in your... You know, like, there's <laughs> a boom awesome. mic at, at some point that some guy, like, you know, just... They're Whoa. walking past a guy with a boom mic, and he shoves it up into the into the camera, and it's like, oh, my it's God! Just, he shoves it up into the camera and, like, holds it there. And it's holds like it perfect. there, yeah. Like they always hold like, on it. Ah, so it's like, ah, you, you're not cheated. You ah, get to, like, sit there and go, reach your hand out and go, ooh, I can almost ooh. touch the thing. It's got the wow factor. Yeah, and well, even, like, the flashlight, like, that's something I hadn't seen in 3D before where the flashlight is lit and it comes out at you, so it's like, whoa, like, that flashlight's oh, yeah, because it was one of those, like, I mean, God, the flashlight had to have been, like, like, like two and a half feet long. <laughs> yeah. It was, like, a long, it was the longest flashlight they could find. Yeah, it was huge. But I like, because, uh, okay, at the beginning of the movie, you know, uh, a realtor... Because it's about a couple, we like barely even talked about this movie. Yeah, well, a couple like goes to the house because they're gonna have a seance. No, I know. Well, yeah, like a, a different couple already own this house, and they're using it as a as a like yeah, a, uh, like they're yeah. Well, they're playing off of the uh, off of the 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 mystery, the mystique of the house to bring unsuspecting people there and they do these seances in this haunted house and like you can contact your dead relatives yeah, you which is stupid because it's like man. why would hmm? you lied to me because you said when we went into three that like because i haven't seen one and two that they would go back and explain one and two they did not they kind of did the it, house is killing people what yeah, else? yeah, yeah they tell it. you he, all, she, all explaining Amityville is is the fact that Ronnie DeFeo killed his family and it's haunted. Yeah, and then all the sequel like that's the event that everything ties back to. That's the reason why it's haunted. This one dude or shot. He, he came yeah, into this yeah. room and shot his As, mom. Yeah, he went into this room. Meg Ryan does that whole thing. Yeah, yeah where she's explaining to you what happened in this house. I mean, sure, by that point you kind of have figured out for yourself that this house is killing it's an people. Evil house. But it's here's an evil why. House. Well, that's it then hop on you know that's your ride go for the ride it's in 3d yeah it's, it's awesome. so yeah they, i thought that was so they find out well yeah this th- is that's the the two people show up to have a, a seance and it's uh tony roberts from uh what was he in? he was in oh my annie god hall. he was in annie hall he was in played against sand he's been in so Manhattan? many of the earlier a lot of the earlier woody allen movies mm-hmm. yeah he was in manhattan he was in midsummer's night sex comedy yeah just a lot of them. He's like a Tony Award-winning actor, I think, for something he did something, on Broadway. Yeah. And the, his uh, his quote-unquote wife is Candy Clark uh, from Man Who Fell to Earth, but David Bowie, and uh, she was also in the remake of The Blob. She was Buffy's mom in the Buffy movie. Awesome. Oh, everybody hated it. Yep. So yeah, so they they find out that these two people are uh, scheming everybody. You know, they got a guy in a black suit, like holding a stick with like a wig on it and somehow that is like a it's convincing ball that's supposed to be like a spirit floating around there. Yeah, own. like you wouldn't hear somebody like tiptoeing behind you <laughs> this thing on a stick. Well, like, right. like I was going to say, it's like, where the hell does the idea come from that like you want to talk to your dead relative? 
go to a haunted house and he'll be there. What yeah. the fuck does that mean? It's I don't a spooky get that. place where the fabric of reality is the thin. Fabric is thin. <laughs> but it's, it's a pretty good the, bullshit way. Right. That answer See, is pretty thin. Yeah, <laughs> then you're just taking advantage <laughs> of all these people. Yeah. So it's revealed that uh, Tony Roberts and uh, and Candy Clark are not actually uh, there for a seance. They work for a magazine called Reveal Magazine that's kind of like, I don't know, not an Inquirer kind right? of thing, but... They debunk and you know all these uh, supposed supernatural events, and uh, he's a writer, and I think she's the photographer for it, and uh, so they basically chase the the charlatans out of the house. But uh, when the realtor shows up the uh, the next day, and he's like, I don't want to have any connection with this kind of stuff. He's he's trying to unload the house for a super cheap price, and the uh, the skeptic Tony Roberts, because he doesn't believe in any of this stuff, says, "But it's cheap. I need a new house. I'll buy it." That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is a bad... <laughs> right there, it all goes all goes downhill from there. And he's a hardcore skeptic. I mean, oh, yeah. Like, well, what, 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 the, the events that transpire, like, the, that day, right? The Yeah, I think that... Or was it the next day, whatever? He's going through a divorce... Meg Ryan is the friend of his daughter, which is Lori Laughlin from uh, Full, Full House. House. And uh, Tess Harper Hot. is his... Uh, from Breaking Bad, she's his ex-wife, and uh, I think that it's the next, I don't know why I went there, but yeah, the next day or so, he uh, brings the realtor out, or the realtor goes to meet him, and, uh, you know, alone in the house, here's the this buzzing up in the attic. Earlier. Yeah, they find. Yeah, well, that's actually. There's a well kinda, to hell. Yeah, in the yeah. basement, there's an uncovered well, which is kind of interesting because in the original Amityville, that. there, you know, in the story and the movie, there's a red room in the basement, which was built to cover. I can't remember if it was a well. It was just like that was where the evil was. Right. And then in Amityville two, it's like another kind of like walled off area of the house. And in Amityville three, now it's become a uh, or walled off area of the cellar. And in Amityville three, it's become a portal to hell an Just old well in the basement sunny. covered with like it's four loose boards yep oh and the jacuzzi man yeah it fills that's up only water when the evil gets up. really like juiced Agitated. up yeah, right? yeah. other than that it just looks nice. like a huge cavern it looks like a dried up well yeah yeah but, yeah. but it has gets... a nice echo yeah Ooh. that was just the Starts evil the echo well that also taps into like they say that it's uh in addition to being the 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 it's not only to hell, the well to hell right it's also the land was uh, it's an Indian and, uh, yeah and it reaches down yeah yeah not only yeah. they covered their butts let's remember poltergeist came out the year before right yeah yeah well that figures into some elements in the uh, the end of this I think that we're probably gonna have the, the poltergeist conversation yeah <laughs> yeah I did there, not but... the fucking end of this baffles me actually well before we get there uh, I had seen a uh, I saw a commentary on this movie at one point by a couple of English uh, film critics that were saying <laughs> you know it's interesting how in all these American movies it's like that you know the, these houses are always built on Indian burial grounds. Yeah, they have to be. And you know that's a distinctly American phenomenon. All our ghost stories are from you know. <laughs> and you know this is what I I thought about The Shining even before Room Two Thirty Seven was that you know it's like all these things. It's kind of like if you believe that you know if America is the house, then America is built on an Indian burial ground. It's all this like the past, you know, kind of you know haunting. Or, yeah, there's you know, all the Indian right. stuff all throughout the whole movie. Yeah, in, in the, the kitchen, shining. there's like the Indian. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
but the, the, the 237 we could that's have that whole conversation buy, that's, that's, that's something that's I buy that's a whole other conversation <laughs> yeah, yeah well but I mean that also I think stands for uh, you know Amityville this, this version of Amityville you know since they're explicitly drawing the connection to you know it's built on an Indian burial ground I don't know if that shows up in the other stories I know it does in the remake does it? I think so really? yeah because that was I like I didn't think they covered it where the, the guy what's his name uh, Ketchum the like catch him, Maybe kill him or whatever he was drawn there like there was a house built on the spot that was built on an indian burial ground it's like that's why the whole land is basically just Maybe sour you're thinking of poltergeist you moved the headstones but you didn't move the body <laughs> also move built the on body. Didn't move the body <laughs> yeah um so yeah the uh the, sorry coach the realtor falls down this hole they save him from this candy clark takes a bunch of photographs which will come into play oh my later. god because when, her photographs well, those are kind of cool, right? They uh, uh, it's like that was the omen. That, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's she how looks you on like, the photographs and hey, sees that his face is distorted in all the pictures. And she's automatically right there. Like she works for a magazine that, like, for a living, like just like that's a fake. That's a fake. As soon as she takes these pictures and the and the realtor's face is like jacked up, she's like. Something's going on with this house. <laughs> yeah, and I thought they were going to continue that with the other characters. They like, you know, like a final destination type thing where you're going to find out who's going to die next based on the oh, pictures picture she was taking. Yeah. Like, well, like yeah. I said, well, but that's what I'm saying. It's just like The Omen. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was exactly like right. The Omen. This movie was like the Poltergeist mixed with The Omen. Yeah, it's a derivative film to be sure, but uh, oh yeah, I mean, it was in 3D. Yeah, that's what this movie that's was. All it's going for it, man. It was well, I think 3D. it has more than that, but we'll. we'll I, don't know, I don't know. I don't know. This is not wrap I mean, up. Stick through. I mean, to Tony, the end. Okay, I like Tony Roberts. He was he's good at anything. He's always got like I've got a meeting with the uh, Ron Sloan guy, and I got a you know, he's a good actor, but uh. Well, okay, yeah, we'll get there. There's there's wrap up. We get there. I'm talking so, about how good the actor is. That's not my wrap up. Oh, I'm just okay. saying. Uh, I'm moving the conversation along. He's a Tony Award-winning actor. Well, there you go. Name Tony. Well, Name Tony. Sh- should, I, should I bring up the quality of this film? The way. Oh well, yeah, it is shot. It, 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 it's an '80s film, but somehow it looks like a it looks like a '70s film or a '60s film. It looks looks like a TV. Dude, Dino quality. De Laurentiis. Okay, this guy like made movies. He's like, put the loincloth on, run around in the mountains. We made the movie. Yeah, he made a fortune. I oh, mean, he just cracked. Well, he cranks out. them out. Yeah, he cranks them out. Yeah. Dude. It looks cheap. But the well, reason for cheap. some of that is because uh, <laughs> part of it has to do with the, the the camera system that they used in the 80s. You know, as I was saying before, the in the 50s they used a two camera rig, and that became way too cumbersome to, to you know to shoot with. So in the 80s, these guys developed a, a system where you could shoot with one camera, 3D, by splitting one 35 millimeter frame of film. And now we're saying that one frame of film, like, is what you what that's what a normal movie uses, a full thirty-five millimeter frame. This would cut it in half, so there's a top and a bottom. On the top half, they would print the left eye view, and on the bottom half, they would or they would print the right eye view. And then when it was shown in a theater, it would go through an adapter on the front of the projector, which would be you know with a beam splitter and some mirrors, it would fold the two images back onto the screen again. And so you're actually, I think part of the reason why it looks very soft is because, you know, it's only using half the resolution of a regular film. Okay, but what about, okay, I mean, being a fan of horror movies of the 80s, you do recognize, like, 
Okay, Poltergeist 1 looks pretty good because, you know, you got Spielberg, Toby Hooper, blah, blah, blah. But then as soon as you get to Poltergeist 2, you can tell the film, it does look a little, like, softer and a little... It, do, it looks like an older film stock or something like that. It looks like... And, I mean, I don't know if that's, like, a viable... Uh, well, I mean, there's, do, it depends, really, too. I mean, it depends on how the negative was treated, and it depends on, like, what transfer, what copy Look you're at watching. the Fly 2 versus the Fly. You know, it looks like, well, we got some film stock from 79. Mm. Are we talking, like... You know, how much? <laughs> you know, I mean, we got like, a good deal on some film stock. Is it, like, the DVD copy that you have, or...? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I've got a lot of DVD copies that are total crap. It just depends on maybe it was never remastered or maybe. Well, you who could knows? just because it, it could wasn't. be like cinematography. I mean, did they just have like it's like worse cinematography versus? Because I mean, wouldn't that matter? Wouldn't that matter if you bought old film stock? If you're like in 1984, and and just to save a buck, you buy like an older film stock. I mean, couldn't that matter? Yeah, I mean, they could have maybe even used the older cameras, you know. Exactly, on... yeah, even that, use the well, older cameras because, you know, yeah, they're well, being all the thing cheaper too. I mean, like, you got to assume that the A-list, you know, stuff that was going on with, like, the Spielbergs and all that, they're using the most modern stuff with new lenses that process light, you know, faster than last year's model or even, right. you know, a couple of years ago and where these guys got their equipment from. I mean, Yeah, I that's Poltergeist 1, though. We're talking Poltergeist 2. Yeah, well, I'm saying versus <laughs> versus even Amityville, you know, 3D. It's like, you know, we well, don't yeah, know. Well, yeah, totally versus Amityville <clears throat> 3D. These guys. Right. Yeah. Cheap! But so. now, <laughs> a good point to make, though, is that a, a story should be able to uh, rise well, above yeah. the look of it. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. This, I mean, that is for sure. That is for sure. Like, but, you know, the only reason I brought this up... <laughs> Is because it is, it's always like, you know, like, okay, like nowadays, nowadays with the way they do like, like color treatment to all these movies, you could change directors and stuff like that and still have a, a group of films that all have the same feeling, right? right? Or if you watch, like, watch Poltergeist 1 and 2 back to back, and Poltergeist 2 is like, what are we, like, we're like in a Kmart world. I don't know, it just looks like we got downgraded somehow. It's mm. just not, you know, the same universe, you know? Yeah. That's the only reason it's just like, I know it's not like a, you know, a deal breaker, but at the same time, it's just like, ah, fuck, when you're trying to watch, like, this series. Oh, uh, yeah. Especially when they're not made, like, far apart from each other. If you watch The Fly and The Fly 2, you know, The Fly 2 is made, like, you know, if not like automatically closer to like, yeah, I mean, and, and like, all directors have different ways of shooting and different editors have different ways of cutting. All that kind of I think subliminally affects like your perception between two movies in a series. Why does, they yeah. feel so different? How does Amityville One? I mean, compared to Amityville. I mean, Amityville One's a fairly cheap ass movie. Yeah, I mean, it was made. Uh, they had know, lights on. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and it's very flat looking. Uh, Amityville Two. Has a, a high, a, a better style, but it's still very cheap. But it's the most stylish of them, probably. But it's very different than the other two, you know, with handheld shots and lots of close-ups and stuff like that. Right. And then this one being like super wide, like all the time, you know. I don't know. They they all have marginally different looks. I mean, it's not enough to go like, oh my god, this is like a completely different, you know, take on it. But yeah. So I the, mean, while well, this being. Uh, 
at least for in Tom's case, it wasn't enough. The 3D and the look and everything wasn't actually even the look was taking you. The story wasn't enough to where the look was taking you out of it. You were preoccupied with how it looked the whole time because the story just wasn't there for you. Well, I, well, I mean, what the story was. I mean, uh, did I you think there was. Uh, did you find it boring? It's almost like all there was was there was story in 3D. I mean, because every character in this movie is, like, exposition up the wahoo about, like, this is our beliefs, this is, like, how we think, you know, things manifest, maybe we don't know, you know? I mean, everybody, I mean, it's got the scientist guy that, I don't know, they must deal with during their investigations that they keep going back to. Yeah, Yeah, where did that guy come from? (laughs) He's from the college or something. They set it up at the beginning. Yeah. The Reveal magazine uses him. Uh, he was with go. them when they broke into the, uh, the when seance. when they yeah when they like busted the seance group at the very in the Amityville in house. the very beginning he was with them and okay. they're like yeah. good work guys I couldn't have done it without you yeah, yeah. okay and right. so that's Robert Joy from Land of the Dead and uh, I thought so I thought so I thought I recognized Sky him. flowers yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I think there was a lot of I mean because I mean we are talking about the early 80s where like you know all the occult books and all that shit are just kind of starting to come out again and yeah, like the right. interest in it so they really want to explain this universe we're in, you know, Actually, and not think about like a how sci-fi to sci-fi movie for a while. Exactly, you know. They stopped to explain what was going on. Yeah. There could be a science to supernatural experiences. But see, that's actually yeah. that is in some ways what attracted me more to this movie than say like the original Amityville Horror. I think maybe I like this one better than the original Amityville. I don't know. It's a toss-up. But uh, was because you know you've got the skeptic. It's interesting that like he's like. Why does this stuff never happen to me? Happens to you, it doesn't happen to me. Because I don't believe in it. You're superstitious, I don't believe in it. And by the end of it, he believes. And that's when the shit actually starts to happen to him. That's kind of interesting <laughs> as far as how this goes. I'd have to watch well, it again. To but what about that. all the <laughs> elevator stuff? I mean, yeah, the elevator oh, stuff. Yeah, stuff yeah. Like, oh. yeah, that's about that's about the point where like his, uh, you know, it starts like, well, I don't know, but still, yeah, he kind of throws that away. You know, yeah. he's like, ah, that's, just that's a random occurrence. If you yeah, don't that know, Looney Tunes, man. No, hold on. If you don't know, from okay, the Amityville thing is those those, those like eye windows. Okay, the evil manifests in flies. You know those flies. Like, okay, in the even in the original book, like every chapter, you you go further. Like, there's like one fly by the chapter number. Then you like go and there's like yeah, two flies. On the page. You know, yeah, cha- you know, yeah. flies are really a thing with 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 the Amityville movies. Yeah, they're instruments of Satan. Yeah, and and, and, and they're darkness. always going down people's throats and driving people off roads yeah. and like Crawling making the elevator go. And stuff. So so yeah, Tony Roberts is in an elevator and you hear the fucking <laughs> the fly flying around, <laughs> and that's when you know that oh man, elevator's going loopy and it yeah, did totally go loopy. It went like going down your floor. Yeah, it was Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Hits the top, then he goes down, and he's at the ceiling. He's like, "Oh my god!" Like, it was yeah, like that right was ridiculous. Like Roger Rabbit. Yeah, it was like yeah. Roger Rabbit. He clearly just like stepped Going on a stool. Yeah, yeah stepping on. Ah! But I guess you know, elevator scene notwithstanding. I mean, as far as like the story goes, I mean, you know, you have the skeptic, and then you've got like the scientist who's you know he's a parapsychologist or whatever. So you know, or 
Moivin's. He's open to it. He's, yeah, he's he's trying to. He's still I'm like not, you know. There's 97 percent of you know we go investigate these things. 97 percent of the time they have some kind of rational explanation. What about the other three percent? Yeah, that's why I'm here. So you kind of. I mean, I think that's why, why he's I'm explaining here. all that stuff, and it's kind of an extension of I think Poltergeist. Oh, you right. know, where you yeah. had the investigators come in. I mean, that has a cinematic tradition going back to like the Legend of Hell House. You know, yeah. where it's like you got the haunted house and we're going to send guys in to investigate it. And, I mean, that's still kind of going on. Um, but I like that they did that. You know, this is still one of the earliest examples that I have of that, aside from Legend of Hell House. You know, where you're going into, like, the uh, the house with the team of, you know, guys who are going to... And that's the kind of the surprise of the end of this movie. Like, oh, we're bringing in a team. We're going to investigate. we got all our equipment all over the place. And, you know, we're actually trying to document the... Uh, the horror, and then you've got uh, the uh, Tony Roberts's ex-wife. She is a total believer. Uh, she just doesn't want anybody going anywhere near that house. And Tony Roberts' daughter, of course, you know, because under the influence of bad Meg Ryan, uh, they come out and check the house out. And Meg Ryan knows like where everybody was killed and all that. Because she's a big to, fan of uh, Tony Roberts, he, his books. Yeah, or she, yeah, she'd read the magazine or something, knew the whole story of magazine, the yeah. Amityville horror. Right, and that leads to an unfortunate accident and the creepiest scene in the movie. I thought upon watching that for a first time, where someone who has, you don't know they're dead, but they come into the house and wander up the stairs. Oh, it's the daughter. I just wrote it for you. So <laughs> she's all she's all wet. And she just kind of turns around, looks at the mom. Mom's calling her name. She looks at her, smiles, and walks up the stairs. Mother's like, what the hell are you doing? And then when the dad gets home, the kids who had gone out on the boat, uh, they're carrying the body, you know, off the boat. And he runs up, oh, no, and it's Susan. Oh, my God, Susan. But, you know, she's in the house. Yeah. Dead right here. And that causes the mother to have a shock yeah, she she loses her mind at that point, and for the rest of the movie is like convinced that Susan's in the house, and I think that's where uh, our skeptic is like, I don't know what to believe now. I got my wife, you know, ex-wife's in here, and she's saying that the, you know, <laughs> my, my daughter's dead. My my best friend, you know, the 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 uh, the photographer dies in a spectacular sequence where she's taking all these photographs of the realtor who also dies by flies in the house. Uh, but they all have, like, she finds, you know, in his distorted face as she's magnifying them all, she finds the, uh, like, a little face of a demon. Oh, yeah, in the so, photo. Yeah, <laughs> that was kind of cool. And so she's taking those photos somewhere. She's driving, and, uh, and once again, there's the fly buzzing around. Takes control of her car, and she slams into the back of this truck that's just parked in the middle of nowhere with a giant pole sticking giant out of the back of it, of it. Which then plows through the windshield and pokes the viewer in the eye. In the eye. And then, right she, the and eye. then she lights on fire. Gets lit on fire. Well, the, the, the photos get lit on fire. She starts stamping it out. Yeah. But then her skirt gets set on fire. And she can't open and the car she's door. she's all on fire. So yeah. at, this, at this point in the film, we have three deaths, right? And two of them have taken place outside of the house. Yes. Well, because that's what the the fly follows you or whatever yeah, does. The fly. So somehow wherever but the fly goes, it carries the manifest or the, you know, whatever, infestation of evil. Is evil. that new to this film? No. In the first one, a priest goes into the house and... On his way, get out back. He, he hears his uh, voice. He, does he? Yeah, it tells him, get out. And he's like, oh, and he runs out of the I house. That, was that in the movie? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Can, can you do that one more time? 
<laughs> no. No. Get out. <laughs> Twice is enough. Get out. Yes. I can't remember how it does. Yes. So, yeah, he, he, That's he after dies he on his way home from the house. Who, the priest? Yeah. No, he makes it. The whole first movie is, like, all messed up where, like, half the movie is this priest, like, at his rectory. Try, like, first he tries to call the house because he goes to the house to bless it and the people aren't there. And that's when he gets trapped in the room with the flies and get out and he leaves. Then he calls and, like, the spirits interfere and he can't make the connection. Oh. And then his hand burns and then he's got, like, warts and stuff on his hand. And then he goes blind. Eventually, I think that's it. He ends up blind sitting in a... I thought he dies in the car. They are in a car accident at some point. But he doesn't die in it. Weird. But that's he, he, I think him and his uh, one of the priests are going back to the house or something, and the car runs off the road. It ends up with him in dark glasses. I don't sitting know why in a park I remember bench. him dying. Hmm. Was that the doesn't... book? Does he die know. in the book? I don't, I don't know why so. I remember him dying. Because I think he's one of the corroborating you know people who was interviewed. I don't know if the guy really exists, but you know I think they get interviews with him or something. I can't remember. But Father, it, who's it, a what's it? It seems like, well, the theory I was developing in my brain while watching this film was that they start out with one of the original deaths of, you know, you have the realtor up in the room and he sees all the flies and he goes to leave the room and he can't get out and the flies attack him, you know, and he's asphyxiated by flies. He's basically gagging on flies and he dies. Um, And then... It seems like after that, like that's their callback to the original, and then the flies start leaving the house, and you know the reach of this house broadens, and the next thing you see, or well, shortly after you see Tony Robbins in the in the uh, uh, elevator with the fly, and he doesn't actually die, but then you also have the fly in the car when when the the, the chick gets you know. Gets impaled right. into the back of the of the truck, but it feels like the house is figuring out new ways, like in a sequel, better ways, you know, to, <laughs> to, to kill. And in three D, if uh, we can, if we can throw 3D. flies at the camera, or yeah, I, I expect a little bit more flies in the camera. There's more actually, there's one, there's one around. missing from this print. What? When he's when he's bad, when the when the realtor's stuck in the house and all the flies are coming at him. He's batting away that one fly. Yeah. In the versions that I've seen prior to this, there was that big blue fly that shows up at the end is hanging right in front of me, swatting at it. Really? But oh, there's really? two shots where that's missing. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck. This print's actually weird where the titles are not the, the same titles that I've seen on this movie. Is it, remember when I said that about Death Trap, when we watched Death Trap, about how for some reason, it's like i never seen those titles at the beginning of this movie. Weird. Yeah. That is weird. Yeah, that's strange. Well, you, so, you just never know what it was. Oh, survives. I was saying it's more than just flies because, like, the, a lot of it has to do with like ice. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's um, a good point. Because, the... like, um, yeah, there's uh, ice on the, uh, like, ice on a mirror. When yeah. He, when he's going upstairs, uh, you know, he, he's walking upstairs, and then there's like. Well, even bef- ice forming on the window, and, and in the car there was there was ice on the window. Even well. before our reporter friend, before she gets impaled in the car accident, there's also um, this scene where she's kind of in the house by herself, and it's really really cold. She goes over, she tries to turn up the thermostat, and that breaks, and then she goes to the basement, and she's gonna go downstairs, but like 
she just gets blasted with this like ice storm. It's like an ice storm because well, yeah. you know, <laughs> I go it, crazy I mean, with the ice. Storm. It's classic in ghost stories that like a you know a ghost draws energy out of the room, so it makes it cold. So imagine if you know the devil or or evil incarnate is in a room. You know, right. you got this ice storm, and it's just it's almost as if. It's like this well is like the mouth of the devil. <laughs> There's actually a movie I like from, I want to say it's from 86 or 87 called 976 Evil where the end is like a fiery hell pit, but but the house is all completely frozen and, you know, same kind of ordeal. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. And the uh, there's another ice thing. Oh man, I, I know that the climactic ending. There's a lot of ice, but there is something. Strangely enough, ice just showed up <laughs> down here. No, <laughs> oh, no, oh no, we're in the basement. No, no. But yeah, like uh, okay. So then you also have two characters: a the the dude that owns the house, and then his partner in crime, who ends up eventually dying in the car accident. She experiences this terror that really shakes her up. I mean, to the point where. She's petrified until dude comes home and finds her, and then she's just, no, don't talk to me. No, yeah, she didn't want gotta... nothing to do with him or his fucking house. She was like one of the great freakouts. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of cool. <coughs> no! No! Don't talk to me! Just no! Don't talk to me! No! Don't talk to me! He's like, what the hell? Can we talk about, you know, and this is the guy that doesn't believe in anything, so he's like, oh... What? <laughs> no, let's just Why were you just like sitting in my house and then you're mad at me about that? Yeah. <laughs> it's I something I, I did. I greatly, I greatly enjoy this movie from like a, a weird, like uh, almost like a, a Travis and I spent most of the movie like kind of Mr. Science Theater. In, in I gotta that, admit, and, I wasn't a fan of this movie. It was, I mean, it was fun it, to watch. Yeah, well, that, I guess that's the, the point. I was trying to was, do something was, that was fun. It I thought was it'd be fun because of like I don't know. I mean, the, the plot was so fucking absurd, and you're like, what the fuck are these people? See, doing? I don't. That's where I disagree with you. I don't think it was See, absurd I, because they were trying to explain everything thick, in, to yeah, me. It was yeah. thick. It was thick. It was almost too thick to me. Where it was just like you gotta understand the very existence of these things to us you know, they went out of their, their way to like over explain like everything so it was like okay just so you're clear this is where you know this is how this works this listen is, it really establishes i know like, the supernatural isn't quote, something that's unquote, supposed to happen for... but it does <laughs> yeah but see like i, I, don't I think know, that's I been mean, in, used in, a, in an album somewhere rob zombie or white zombie well that's from so... house on haunted it's hill the haunting or the haunting yeah yeah you're right listen I know the supernatural isn't something, but it does. And our, so yeah. it, it is. It's it not supposed, something that's yeah. supposed to exist. Anyway, yeah. that's sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so, cool like, sound bit. They were so like explaining stuff so much. Let me explain something to you. So Tom. extreme. I'm like, man, you're just like you're just going way too far on like. This crap. It's just well, because like, well, the eighties is like a new scientific world of forensics, yeah. and like we're a culture of reason. Damn it, we have Time magazine books that tell us about like Sasquatch, and you know. So yeah, it's like a new like. It's just the thing, right? Yeah, because it's, that's the thing. I mean, now that we're now that we're you know many years on from this, you've seen this kind of thing done a number of times. Oh, so many times. ad nauseum, but at the time. I think this was still like a relatively new yeah, idea if, that if we're going to explain the that. supernatural and scientific, you know, straight scientific terms. Yeah, if you, you didn't see one so thing, this other movie is going to give it to you. Shit that was going on, like, 
I mean, like, just, I mean, like, they were taking it so serious. A lot of the stuff, like, you get the well, come scientist on. guy, you get the other stuff, and then you got these weird 3D effects, which is shit, just getting thrown in your face. Which, which you, was like, awesome. That was awesome. Right? Right. No, yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome, right? That, that's, that's fun. That's good. You good were fun. marking it down as a negative. No, it? That's the, what the, we heard. I'm it was saying, in the list of the negatives. Hey, I'm saying the stuff back, the back. What's the, the, back. the depth that makes no sense. The, I'm just saying the that. depth plane <laughs> negatives. The, the the that's all like Viewmaster is. I don't get it. That's how you see in life. It's like going to a that's stage how, yeah. a stage play where you have you know like this open area where you you like the actors you can see in the foreground you can see behind them you can actually see them and they interact within that that they're stage. Not, no, they're not acting within that space. It's not no. There's no. things it. I can't. We're not gonna talk about this. Well, all day. Yeah, because this is like it's, it's the magic window, man. The, the screen magic is the magic window. window. You see things happening within the screen. So now I'm saying behind the screen, and 3D makes it even more awesome that stuff reaches out from the screen and invades your personal. I wish space. it would have reached out of the darkness. I think I got this, Tom. I think I got this. Because what you're you're upset about, say, uh, the space between, like, what is a five-foot space between you and Travis, maybe? You're saying that in the movie it's like a 15-foot space. Yeah. Uh, and you're upset okay, about actually. that. But that is just them shamelessly using the 3D. And, mm -hmm. like, that, you know, that's what puts asses in the seats because they do the same asses in the seats the same sells tickets as as it comes the off the screen it comes that much farther off the screen because that was more 3d than avatar well, yeah i don't so, care what you say i mean everything that you like about it coming forward at you you don't like about it going back yes, and you can't have both you have to set the can the yeah. the distance between the cameras that you know, so it sees that to get that exaggerated. That's fun. I mean, it's a 3D movie about a killer I think house. You are that's... having your cake. You're getting background and foreground. That's having your cake and eating it. Too. All right, yeah. fine. All right. Yeah, yeah, anyway. yeah fine. All right. All <laughs> right. Moving on. We're going to talk right, about the right. movie. Right, we're talking about this stuff. I mean, we're talking about, like, there's, like, oh, man. Just... Should we just get to the good part? Should we, should we, or should we get to the jacuzzi? Well, the devil jacuzzi. Well, where are we at right now? So, daughter Samantha has been killed. died in the boat, and her ghost came in, which was awesome. Yeah, She's now cool. part of the Amityville house. Yeah, yeah, right. One of the many ghosts that reside. So, the, how does the guy deal with his grief? He goes to the scientist, and the scientist goes. We should investigate your house for paranormal, you know, <laughs> because if uh, it could we, be if true, we find nothing. Well, that'll help you explain to your wife that, you know, who can't obviously Well, yeah, because the wife flips shit. Yeah, she like, doesn't I wonder if she yeah. did the kitchen, right? Yeah, that's a good They that's made a it, like, yeah. they made it, like, seem weird. Because, okay, the Tony Roberts comes in, and the wife is, like, ironing her daughter's favorite blouse, and the kitchen's a fucking wreck. And she's like, Samantha did it. That way you'll know that she's here. And it just seemed like, well, she didn't fucking touch the rest of the house. You know, <laughs> like it had to have been her. Right. I think so. I think it was her. I think it was her, too. Yeah. Like but that was kind of cool. Crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's why he goes to the scientist. Like, what am I going to do? Well, you know. Well, I know you're grieving. But I don't care about that. It'd be good for me if we investigate your house. It'll be fun. Yeah. And you if relax we do a little find bit. something. Yeah. 
all the better for it. It's free, free of charge. Well, yeah, it's going to like put his wife at ease and make her not fucking Looney Tunes, which I think is good. You know, she was getting Looney Tunes. Yeah. So this is like we're well into the third act at the point where the psychic investigators all move in. Did we mention we didn't that he's got like a deprivation tank or something where he's got like. Yeah, deprivation like uh, he had to explain that too. Like, you know, having the, you know, if not having whatever. Yeah, they're doing tests on something. Without sighting. Oh, yeah. She sits up dramatically into the it's a camera shot where all of a sudden this person sits up in 3d like you know oh my god what the well at some point in the movie every single main character goes to the scientist's lab and visits him and talks everybody to him. he must the be wife, a pretty good friend to everybody everybody yeah. he's like Whoa. their therapist yeah. but he's also conducting experiments you're the only doctor i know <laughs> yeah <laughs> you take a look at something for me i'm not that kind of doctor He's also a fucking genius. Because he's a genius. He the, puts people... He's got people in a room with video cameras. <laughs> people in a room right? With right? audio <laughs> recording equipment. <laughs> not genius. Just, not just any video cameras. Red RCA. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, right. do you see this monitor? What this does is track thermal... Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he had some awesome, uh, whatever the fuck, pseudoscience, or whatever they call that gobbledygook. They're like, we're going to need to attenuate the axial servo. I mean, oh, my God, he kept talking. With- yeah. <laughs> I love stuff like that, because I'm like, was that written, or did they just go and make this shit up? Because like, the action follows the main character as he leaves the room. Sorry. But you can still hear dude talking you know, to his assistant, like, well, what you've got here is a Quibble little bit more gibbets. interference on the, you know. Uh, uh, well, that, that gave him a lot of excuses for the boom mic, and you know. Yeah. That was fun. Well, people all around the house, like they like employed way too many people for that project. There's like fifty people well, in that house. It seems like they go right from the every, EKG reader right, right into the microphone, the boom mic, like the same exact movement, and it's all like right in your face. Whoa, like, yeah. It's as close as it's, it's as far as three D. They're they're pushing the limits on three yeah. D. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, it's right in front of my face. They're all in one, all in the living room too. No one's like in downstairs. There's like you know, three floors, and everybody's. Well, no, there's somebody outside the bedroom on that because that was another thing. Where, when you're in 3D with this kind of 3D, where everything is 3D. pretty much in focus, I'm like, I'm never sure where I'm supposed to be looking because you can focus your eyes on the foreground people. Or focus your eyes in the background and see what's going on in the mirror, <laughs> where there's these two guys hanging out in the hallway. I think I when, like that. when the drama scene yeah. is happening between, uh, you know, Tony Roberts and his wife, there's a, the doors open. You can see in the hallway. There's a couple guys with cameras out there, and I'm like, background action. What's going on back there? What are they doing? That's they're cool. Standing there. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing better than looking through a 3D window or a window in three, a 3D movie is looking through a mirror. Oh, yeah, it's just, like, yeah, yeah. It's just clear <laughs> well, yeah. as hell. Because, like, I hate when I see, like, a 3D movie and you're looking at a character through a fence and the fence is blurry, you know? It's like, right. well, what the hell? I should be able to choose what, what I'm going to focus on, you know, if I'm going to look at him or look at the fence. Yeah, or... and you can in this. I mean, like, For the most part, or... but I think that this also kind of suffers from using half the frame because of the soft focus sometimes. Mm, there is you're, a soft focus to this movie. You're kind of, uh, sure. am I supposed to look at this? Am I supposed to look at that? Where it's all actually in focus, but it's just, yeah, yeah. like, their best focus is soft. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. even yeah. there's... Like dark scenes, you're just, like, sometimes, like, complete people's faces... Yeah, well, some of that, yeah. some of that's the problem of uh, when you have they call they there's the term for uh, the distance between the two images is parallax, right? Parallax. And when it gets so far apart like that, and you know, say someone's rim lit and it's a very dark room, the contrast, like the the screen, you can't get rid of 
you see you can't get rid of it in both eyes so you see like three of something the one in the foreground is like the one you're looking at and then there's like these faint you know outlines around it and i saw that quite a bit in this movie and that's yeah. why new movies don't do anything with like that much depth because they're trying yeah ghosting i guess is what it's called and then as far as like the soft picture goes uh a lot of times i saw like um say there'd be like a tree on the far right or left side of the frame they would have these like fringing of like red on one side and blue on the other side where it was like man your lens is like you know <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Picking up some extra light that it's not supposed I, to I be. I thought at the kind of, beginning of the yeah. movie. I mean, this is we're, we're already at the end. I'm just like the beginning of the movie, the, like the opening titles, where it's just like there's like it was just weird to me because it's like they they're, they're shooting the house in the background, but then there's like lee, there's like branches that are like supposed to be smashing up against the. That was awesome. Camera. But yeah, that, but then the, they put titles like in front of that, but they weren't really in front. Like in yeah, depth. It was really, it was just really weird. Yeah, the end. depth. Oh, well, they do yeah. that at the end too. When the end titles come up, it's like where in the fuck you really have to be aware of where your planes of depth. I mean, you have to think three dimensionally when you're putting like your titles in, because yeah, there's uh, times when the depth setting of the titles is behind the object that you're looking at its depth and it makes you're like what in the fuck i can't really see what the hell you know right it makes your eyes do this really weird thing and that movie this movie is guilty of that on both title sequences yeah it's supposed to be in front of the title but it's clearly behind the title uh in your brain like i think like has a little bit of problem yeah so the uh at the end of the movie, now we've got the all the guys in the in the house investigating this. Mom's up waiting for Susan, who she believes Susan's going to show back up at some point. Uh, and then the jacuzzi starts. Yeah, the jacuzzi in the well to hell. It fills up with water oh, and it's yeah. bubbling. Yeah. Well, now, awesome. now prior to that, they had seen it once before, right? It, it, he saw it in, in a dream. dream. He saw it in a dream. Okay. And it wasn't when true. the uh, okay. the ghost of Susan comes up all gnarled. And, that was to yeah. me probably the best part of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. When it comes go, up. Yeah, oh, seeing scary. her underneath the water. Yeah. Seeing her underneath the water like, coming up, and then it? you saw her hands come up, and her hands were all decomposed. And then a decomposed awesome Susan 3D point of view comes from out under the like. Water. Like I almost wish it wasn't a dream. Like that's how like that's how this movie suffers. Is the cool parts of this movie like aren't the movie? It's like damn it, why wasn't that real? <laughs> yeah. That's a cool ghost mo- moment. Yeah. Have that be in the movie. <laughs> why? That's why? having your cake and eating it too. It's in the house? movie, but not in the movie. That's what. Right. If it was house, it would have been in the movie. That's true. Yeah, the sweet house, <laughs> and the jacuzzi in the bay. I mean, that jacuzzi was like it looked comfy. It was all green, green water. No, it was no, it, it was, was like it was like blue. It was, it was, it was like, like a, it was like a well chlorinated turquoise. Jacuzzi, well, I mean, man. what if you're in if you're bubbling in the dream? I think in real life, in the real life too. It looked like it did in the. I real. mean, if you're Satan and you're hanging out in hell, I mean, like you know, it's hot. You yeah. know, you you want some like nice water. Sweet man. Yeah, that's yeah. his little conduit from come up with the water well. He's hanging out, so like the. Well, the this is where yeah, this out. is where the scientist becomes the genius I was talking about earlier. Because at one point they show him, and this is the weakest like link I think in the entire movie, is when he looks at like monitor one, which is oh they hear like, mommy, mommy Susan is that Susan? Oh my god! So. Dude runs up and there. There's a pink and, thing. Yeah. Real quick. It, well, no. Before that, the 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 basement thing starts bubbling. This is also when it turns into poltergeist. 
we just have to. I mean, oh, we yeah, were yeah, talking yeah, about that yeah, earlier. Yeah, yeah. this is the, the, the whole the, movie the turned into Well, primarily the in, the, <laughs> the actual investigation, I think, yeah. is like, hey, Poltergeist was out last year, and people really like that. With the voices of the daughter and everybody. Yeah, she's Caroline, lost somewhere in the house. I mean, mommy, yeah. Susan, 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 so, yeah, Susan. The, so he Susan! makes he makes this amazing <laughs> leap from looking at one monitor where like the mother is like, what, Susan? What? And the he, second well, monitor like, shows the bubbling, and he's like. Oh my god. Oh my god, do you see what it's trying to do? It's it using Susan. Susan. It's using <laughs> it killed Susan. It's using her to lure Nancy down to the well. The, of the devil is the real. Like, what? So the science is out. <laughs> <laughs> so they go down to this well, alright? And, well, and like he goes down to the well and the, the jacuzzi, man, he they put it on high. I don't know how he is just going nuts. I don't know how the scientist thought he was gonna stop it, because he's like <laughs> I'm, I, I, I have did, to confront it. Yeah, what did he say? He said, I have to draw it out. I have to confront it. There you go. That's like, you're not a priest. You're a scientist. <laughs> you're the, like, least qualified guy to handle the devil. Wait, did we talk yeah. about the pink blob? There's I was trying blob, to because right. that was Susan leading <laughs> the mom down. Right. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But scientists, like, dude, stands in front of the, or oh kneels God. in front of the jacuzzi to draw out the demon, and then... Demon shows up. Which, I mean, like, Aww. it's kind of ridiculous in the whole theme of things, but it does make your poster make sense. The claw. Well, <laughs> the only thing it promises from the poster is that you're going to see a three-fingered claw yeah. with whitish skin. I'm going to yeah. blow your mind. When this movie was on television, on HBO back in the day, it was called Amityville, The Demon. Oh, wow. Because wow. they had a demon. And also that wow. demon, like they were saving money. That's the demon that shows up at the end of part two. Oh no! Oh wow! <laughs> she left that part out. Funny. <laughs> oh, man. Well, at least they did, because uh, that's like the one thing from the book that they never did in the first movie is that there's like a white devil at the top of the stairs that oh, tells that, the Lutzes I remember, to get out. Yeah, when I read that, that was the creepiest. It was, this it was tall creepy thing in like a big white hood or something standing at the top of the stairs pointing at them and that was when they left and that hasn't been in any of the movies that was just but this is probably their like, you know yeah this is their version of it this he is grabs scientists and pulls him down into the jacuzzi no he like he like he spits hellfire in his face yeah. oh, hellfire <laughs> <laughs> hellfire oh, from the hot jacuzzi God, got 3D hellfire in the face that. Burns him in his face. That's kind of a parallel to the first thing that gets thrown in our face in this movie is uh, the old woman, the seancer. She spits. Yeah. Yeah, Three dimension. 3D spit on your face. Then you get 3D fire spit up by a demon. Whoa. Then the the thing, then the the jacuzzi starts on fire, spouts fire. Becomes a pillar of flame. Then it becomes a pillar of flame. Then it turns into a pillar of ice. This is cool. I like that. And then it explodes into a volcano. Well, the devil's just like, fuck this house. And then the house. (laughs) I didn't get what I was after. Nuts. Then there's like ice everywhere. People go flying. And then hell breaks loose. It doesn't break loose. It just like. It broke loose from for some whatever. reason. Destroys. It's like I don't get it. This house has been like securing souls for him for like going on like three decades now, and he's just gonna like, I'm blowing it up, <laughs> like literally fireball, like fireball blow, like explodes. like it's like John Mc- the devil sent John McClane into the house to fucking <laughs> to deal with it. 
But that's like what you're going to do if you're going to do yeah, like, because oh, yeah, this is the final chapter. We're going to blow it up. They can't be, make any more of these. That's ridiculous. I like or this movie more now, now thinking that John McClane blew up the house. <laughs> Welcome to the party, pal. That that, that <laughs> seals the fate for this movie. For me, I love it now. Oh, man, but there's that one scene where like, I mean, they're just like, there's a scene where they're throwing ice. They must. They had a blower on the floor that's just spitting ice at your eyeballs. At your eyes for like a minute straight. <laughs> that's hell eyes. Yeah. yeah, it's hell eyes. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, what do you want? This is the end. It's like, man, we got to. That's what I don't get. They had like no ending to this fucking movie. They're just sword like, fish. who gets who gets chopped in half by the door? That. Oh yeah, yeah that, that, was yeah. that was cool. That was good. Was People get blown out. It was a nobody. It was one of the like, students of the fucking. And that's why they were there. It was just to be, you know, yeah. like victims. Uh, victims victims to a house. Because yeah, nobody sword like. Well, flying. a few people die in the movie, but. Tons of ice just going everywhere. Awesome. They, they were like, oh, "Fuck it, we don't know how to end this movie." Let's. Just... Oh my god, the devil! How <laughs> about the monster just ends it? It was almost like a monster suicide. It just like ended itself. It's just like I'm done. Poof. So in a way, the scientist saved the day. In a way, he did. Just like I'll give him my soul. He saved us from this movie. Then no, he over. didn't. We watched the movie. What's, yeah. the, what's the term? Anticlimactic. Deus ex. No, oh, yeah, you know, t- no, Collins, yeah, right? Anticlimactic. <laughs> no, that's what Travis was saying. Actually, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I thought that was that was a pretty like climactic climax. The thing exploded. Oh, it just explodes. That's not like a story climax. Yeah, it's they just didn't like beat the villain. The villain, like, no, I mean, they did. The like, dude wrestled him and took him. It took him down to hell. Right. It just like, exploded. Like, oh like, no! Had it been a situation in which the monster propped up and they fucking stabbed the devil? All right, guys. That would have been even worse. Oh wait, wait. I got this, guys. All right, Tom. It's like when Gandalf fights the Balrog all yeah. the way down. You shall not pass. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like that. Okay. All right. He's just a guy. He's not fucking Gandalf the. Gray, though. What are you talking about? He's got science. He's, what yeah. is science? He's got a magical But his wizard. science was just crushed by fucking... <laughs> That's true. That's by the religion. Thing, the thing, yeah, it's like, well, we don't know. Like, everybody's all skeptical through this movie. Like, no, no, no. The supernatural. No, no, no. At the end, it's totally supernatural. Yeah. Pray! Pray! <laughs> They'll wrap that up in Amityville 4D. Yeah, right. They'll find out what happened. Amityville 4, cool. the evil escapes the yeah. yard sale from hell. Yes. Amityville ah. Dollhouse, Amityville 1992. Wasn't there it's a next generation time. or something? There may have been. That may Amityville be new. Next Generation? That may be new. There's a, like a found footage one that's yeah, on I heard Netflix that. right now. That may be that one. I really? Know. I don't Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, no, that's the Amityville Curse? Something. No. There was one that took place like in the 1800s. What? Maybe that was the Amityville Curse. Oh, yeah. What's this new one? Amityville The Lost Tapes. I fucking Amityville have no the idea. Lost They're tapes. still uh, making yeah. Amityville movies. Amityville Confidential. There needs to be a found footage Amityville. It's, a, it's on Netflix. It's on right Netflix. Now. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> hey, you know what you're doing tonight. I Bam! Gotta, <laughs> yeah. I gotta go, guys. Sorry. Wrap this up. <laughs> All right, so uh, any other anecdotes, uh, observations? Uh, I think we're ready for a wrap-up. Brent! Uh, well... Yeah, I mean... I've always kind of felt like Amityville was a better idea, like, and maybe it's true in the books. I've always felt like I wanted Amityville to be a better story than it ever was. I remember watching the original, feeling like, eh, it could be so much better. And this one, I think... I got that too, but what saves this one is it has 3D, 
and uh, when you when you go, anytime I go into watching a 3D movie, you know that's like especially from the 80s. I'm watching it for the the you know the face value, the shallowness of the 3D first, and anything else that I get from it is great. But like I'm always gonna recommend a 3D movie ever since the development of 3D Blu-ray. Like I'm I'm a fan. I'm on board. I'm gonna as much as I can see. I'm gonna watch. Um, if I could be able to bring any schlock 3D movie, and I could throw anything at you. Bring, not that many. Bring, huh? bring it on. I'll, All right. <laughs> I will watch it. I, I will. Now I'm not saying Ghost like. Rider two. Well, see. Okay. Oh god. <laughs> that movie is not really even in 3D. That's, That's the problem with that. Yeah. Flash of the Titans. I'm not saying movies that have been converted to 3D just for the making the money off of it. I I don't I don't agree with that. But the ones that like the filmmaker intended to make it in 3D and gives you as fun of a ride as this film is, I think that's awesome. I, I you know, my my hat is off to it. I think as far as having like a a story where it's a it's a, a location that's haunted, I think they've done it a lot better. I think Poltergeist does it better. I think fourteen oh eight does it better. I think there's a lot of other films that you can watch that are more intriguing, more gripping. Um, but that's not to say that this movie is not a hell of a fun ride, and I would highly recommend it to anybody that wants to wants to watch a good a good fun horror movie in 3D. Watch it in 3D, <laughs> no matter what you do. Is it even available? I don't think so. Not on Blu-ray. This yeah, is the yeah, only version. But I mean, okay. if you don't have a 3D TV and you buy this set, you'd see it in 2D. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, this movie, well, what can I say? It's not a very good movie by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but it is an 80s, I mean, th- this movie is an 80s 3D movie. And with the the sense of those sensationalism 80s 3D movies, which, I mean, I think they knew that they were going to be bad movies. And... Um, you're not going there for the plot. You're not going there for. You're not going there for the story. You're you're going to see tough people. You know, you're going to see like pipes in your face or just like being spit on in your face. I mean, you're going for the stuff coming out at, at you, and uh, you get this in that. You get this in that in this movie, and it's well done in that aspect. I have problems with the depth aspect. I think, like, you know, it's like people seem like, you know, the rooms are way too big. And they're just, like, way too far apart. And that, that kind of seems odd to me. But, I mean, the bonuses is, I mean, stuff comes way out. Way out. And that's really fun. Um, I think the, the, the plot is almost, like, absurd enough that, I mean... I don't know. Travis and I were sitting there joking with it and having having a good time. I mean, I you know, I had fun watching it. It was it was it was fun. The the stuff being thrown at you, you're constantly going whoa whoa oh my god you know, and, and then when you're not doing whoa, you're laughing at whatever stupid fucking antics. Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan and. You know what, whatever they got in the jacuzzi, oh, and uh, got Meg Ryan in a jacuzzi. Did I miss that? <laughs> you know, um, uh, 
don't know. Um, if you can, if you can see this movie in 3D, which I mean, at currently this means you have to buy the Amityville box set. Which, given I haven't seen any of the Amityville movies, so I can't really recommend them. But based on a general consensus, you probably want to avoid the box set as a whole, anyway. Or come over to Collins or what? Um, an undisclosed location. So, um, <laughs> if you, if you can get a if if you, if you can like rent this movie as its own and watch it in 3D with friends. Yeah. I mean, it's going to deliver the, the 3D craziness that you want. Um, but if, if you can watch this movie in 2D, you forget about it. <laughs> it's not <laughs> worth your time at all on 2D. I, uh... Mm. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> it's... I mean, the 3D, like, I mean, the 3D's there, and, you know, they do what they do with 3D in it, and, you know, it was fun to see, but I think, you know, to have, like, a ghost movie, you need suspense, and this movie, like, never builds suspense, like, at all in the whole movie. It, like, doesn't even, like, try, in a way, to build suspense at all. I mean, it's building, uh... You know, it, it tries to build, like, a quick little mythology, a little universe thing. But that's about it. Other than that, you know, you just got, like, wind blowing at people and, like, flies choking people and, like, you know, I mean, really kind of subpar, subpar ghost things that don't even, like, kill most people or anything. And, oh, man, I don't know. It's... I mean, I don't enjoy any of the Amityville movies. I <laughs> like period. None of them. You know, I think the book is excellent. The book is amazing. Everybody should read the book. Uh, I haven't read Amityville 2 or 3 yet, even though they're on my shelves waiting to be read. But, like, oh, man, the movie to me. I mean, this is like an official snoozer to me. A snoozer. Yeah, but you sounded like you were having fun with I was having fun just because I was joking around with it and like whatever. I mean, it was in 3D. I mean, if you can see it in 3D with a fun friend or whatever, I mean, that's the way to go. But I mean, when I wasn't joking around because I still wanted people to enjoy the movie, that's when my eyes were getting heavy. Yeah, because it's like I can't talk to keep myself entertained during this long like explanation of what a ghost is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of agree. Like those times of those long explanations. That was my time to, like, take off the gra- glasses and let my eyes rest, you know? <laughs> Lay your head back and, you know, it would have lost me there if I was by myself. I, am I the only one that, like, the glasses feel good on? I don't even notice them anymore. Okay. <laughs> I don't... Sorry. I got years. I don't notice them, but I hate how... Like, I do all sorts of weird shit with my head when I'm watching a 3D movie. Sometimes I, like, force gump it and, like, lean it or whatever. And you can't do that to a 3D movie. You, you know, you fuck up the image. So it's like, damn it. I gotta sit with my head perfectly straight at the screen. You know, so... And, I mean, the special effects were, like, nil. I mean, they were, like, nothing, right? I mean, there were no special effects in this movie. There was, like, a fly. There was some awesome frost on windows and mirrors. There was some frost on some windows and mirrors. I still can't figure out how you do it. You gotta figure that one out. 
I think it's a time lapse thing. Well, that's what they, I'm they thinking were looking too. through the window at the car, and the window frosted up, and it was a rack focus. It was a live effect. I don't know how they did it, but well, it was special effects. Yeah, <laughs> they did it like painstakingly over time, and like <laughs> my windshield does that in my car. Yeah, yeah. you turn on the heat, and whoa, and you go I'm sure backwards. Like a, if you heat the glass or spray cold, whatever. Something, yeah, something. you do something. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> I am not thrilled about this movie. It didn't do it for me at all. Uh, I mean, like I said, the 3D was fun. But the 3D was fun as in you're just like, oh, my God, look at the candle. It's right there. Oh, you know, you're, like, over it within about, like, 20 minutes of the movie. And you're just like, do something exciting. Then they poke you in the face with a swordfish. But where was, like... I could have used, like, a fucking cat scare. Or just something. Like, like I don't know. The zombie that sat up or whatever. Just Skeleton. something creepy. Ah. Just something creepy. You know? Because I mean, cause that's what's creepy about Amityville, is the fact that something creepy happens to everybody. Where this is a movie predicated on nothing happening to one guy. And, like... Only something happening to, like... Basically, two other people in the house within three. The outside daughter. of the house, even. Yeah, outside of the house, even. But like, but not in a, like a suspenseful, scary way. Just like a, oh, a fly. Something's gonna happen. What's gonna happen? It was like matter. It was like by the numbers. By the numbers. Yeah. So. So if you're into bad horror movies, and you like bad 3D horror movies, this is your bet. Like good horror movies, <laughs> and you're like searching out the classics. This is not one of them. This is like why it's taken thirty years to come out in its original form because the lack of interest is so immense <laughs> that there was no reason to. <laughs> but you know, hey, whatever. Fun time with the movies and all that jazz. So, <laughs> going on to the guy that likes the movie. Yeah, yeah. Can I do it? And then I gotta, I gotta admit that this movie is definitely one of your like migraine-inducing 3D movies. It's a warning out there. It's, it, what yeah. about Spy Kids? I, had, I, I definitely had a headache by the time this movie was over. It was like, oh. Anybody else headache? No, it makes me feel No, like, that's just weak vision. You just have weak uh, eyes. Maybe. I think if I had a headache, I would watch a 3D movie because it makes, like, it's that pressure point in your nose. It makes, <laughs> it makes me feel great. <laughs> that's just me. I don't know. Well, yeah, I didn't get a headache off it. I can understand why you would because, again, I think that the registration of the image, you know, being so far apart, it's like yeah, your, your focus, your you eyes, are, your muscles, you can from feel. 3D movies, you will yeah, you can feel your eyes focusing, you know, like, whoa, out front, and, you know. You just have to, like, close your eyes for, like, four seconds. Just relax yeah, them Relax the muscles. Yeah, I mean, I like the movie. Uh, you know, I've been watching it for years. <clears throat> I thought it'd be fun for the freak show because uh, as an example of A, 80s-style 3D, where it was like, you know, we've been watched a couple other movies in 3D here, but I'm like, I know that I've seen these movies that these guys haven't seen where they actually fucking take advantage of it and throw shit out at you where it comes within, like, you know... A foot from your nose. And so that's, I guess, you know, and that's fun to me. So that's, uh, you know, I thought it would go over as a fun experience. And I think everybody had fun watching it, you know, regardless of the, yeah. uh, of the opinion <laughs> of the film itself. 
uh, it is one of those cases where I think, as I as I stated at the beginning, where like if you're not seeing this movie in 3D, uh, I mean that's like a full. You know, if you're talking about like a star rating on this, you oh, yeah. take a star, a full star. Off I'd say if you, you don't take two stars off of this. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go with just just one for me. I'd say take one star off if you're not watching this in 3D. Um, yeah, I mean, we didn't really talk about the acting too much, but I mean, I think that the upside to, uh, you know, casting Tony Roberts, who had all this experience on, you know, Broadway and, uh, and with Woody Allen, he's a very solid leading man. I mean, like I, you know, he's a believable character. I think they set him up well. I think he does the best, you know, that he can with the material. I like, you know, I mean, Tess Harper's okay. You know, everybody else is They're They're all solid actors trying to sell this premise. The script is probably not the strongest thing in the world. Again, time has kind of eroded this to the point where, like, it seems like you've seen a lot of this before at the time. You know, maybe it was newer. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe, like I said, it was derivative of, uh, you know, Poltergeist trying to cash in. Obviously, you're trying to cash in on something if you're doing, like, uh, we're on sequel number three. What can we get people to come oh, and yeah. see it? Do it in 3D. So you're going to yeah. see the 3D effects, like Tom said. I mean, that's that is the selling point. So it's almost like you have to grade the movie on... How was it as a 3D experience? I still think my favorite is of that era is still Friday the 13th Part 3 because I think that has per minute more stuff being thrown out in your face and just crazier shit, you know, in your face. And then probably like Jaws 3D and then like Amity. Well, and it's suspenseful. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, the director was Richard Fleischer. He did uh, 20,000 Leagues. Uh, under the sea, the original, in, yeah, with Kirk Douglas, yeah, yeah, he'd wow. been around for a long time, and it actually made a 3D movie before called Arena, which was a western back in the 50s. Hmm. So he he made a 3D movie in the wow. original, the heyday, and again in the 80s, crazy toward wow. the end of his career. Um, yeah, it's got Meg Ryan. She, you can tell that she's going to be a star. I mean, be a I know star. Like, Look at that smile. It's weird to say it, but she's got spunk. She's like got spunk. She's Is this her first spunky. film? If it isn't, it's got to be really close to that time. That's the first thing I remember her ever being in. And I then, thought, you know, like, Top Gun was her first. No, that was 86. Oh, was this it? Is, yeah, this was pre-Top pre Gun. Pre but I think that's Gun. when, basically, she started having a career. It was after she Top Gun. She was just Gun. the smiley gal with the short blonde hair. Yeah, but she's got something, smile. you know, like, she's an energetic, you know, take notice of this person, you know, actor in, in this, or personality in the in this movie. Um I like the, the, you know, bringing the scientists into the Amityville house. I mean, I dig that whole thing. <laughs> I dig that the guy is a skeptic and, you know, I don't know. I just, I dig the story. Um, but I'm not going to say that this is like, you know, you got to go check this out because this is the most awesome movie in the world. I think basically it comes down to if you, if you're going to see it in 3D the way that it was attended, intended, then I would recommend this movie. And I'm not going to say, no, what, you know, if you don't see it in 3D, I think it's a lesser experience. And then it's like, then you only got to see it if you're, you know, an Amityville completionist. You know, if you're going to watch all three of them, <laughs> you know, or whatever you're watching, you love Amityville, then you'll see it. But uh, I think it's a very, I think it's a fun experience that, you know, you can watch with people. 3D, just, you know, go, go nuts. Have you seen part four? Yeah, I think it was made for TV. What do they do since they blew up the house in this one? How do they do it? It's a that? yard sale, and Patty Duke, I want to say, buys a haunted Patty lamp. Patty loves the rock and roll, and Dana. What yeah. a crazy pair. I think it's Patty Duke. She buys a haunted lamp at a yard sale. 
Okay. Wow. And that's all the subsequent yard sale, movies. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Well, because you Just, sell the haunted items. Yep. Yeah, and then your house gets haunted. Up. I want to say... Because yeah. the, then, the, then there's like a haunted clock and one a haunted doll. I want to say that's how like, some of the books went like, yeah. later on or something. I think like actually that. the fourth one may have been based on one of the books. I want to say, yeah. Yeah. Something like that. So, I don't know. That's the... Uh, it's a recommendation but for the 3D haunted. version explicitly. And so that wraps up Amityville 3D. Next week, it's Travis's pick. What are we watching? The Man of Steel. Dun, dun, dun. It's time. Dun, 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 dun. It's going to be a long one, folks. <laughs> it's going <laughs> a fun one. to be the, a long one. The, the new An Man interesting Steel? one. There's only one Man of Steel, sir. Yeah. The other one's called Superman. Man of Steel is from 2013. Yeah. It'll be on the edge of your seat the whole time. It's going to be amazing. Hey, you know, I'm actually, I'm actually looking forward to revisiting Man of Steel. I, I saw, yeah, me too. I yeah. saw it in the theater and was like, ah, man, you know, there were parts that I didn't like and there were parts that I kind of liked. I'm uh, interested in, in seeing it again because, like, I, I like, really want to like that movie. Are you giving away you're your to, position? You're going to like that movie. All right, well, tune in next week. Download our Man of Steel podcast. You're going to hear find out everything you where need it goes to know. from there. So, as a reminder, you can email us at Saturday Night Freak Show at yahoo.com. If you like, dislike, whatever this podcast, you can find all of our previous episodes iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Pod Bay FM. Visit our website for all. Past episode Saturday Night Freak Show blogspot.com and tune into Facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show for photographs and other trivia bits from Amityville 3D, including probably the poster, which the image uh, that Tom's talking about that led him astray, where there was no giant three pronged hand reaching out of the house window. Claw. Gypped. 3D. I was gypped. I was robbed. The, dude, the claw was there. Nah, he's not there you go. Until next week. Ha, 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 ha.